Unveiled with Neva Nessa, a Go Loud original podcast. Okay, so for episode 11, we are talking manifestation. We are, I suppose, sharing what it means to us, our experiences with it, good, bad and indifferent. Neve gets very raw and vulnerable with us just on, I suppose, the kind of darker side of it and kind of what went on for her over the last year or two. And then we lift the mood with some unpopular opinions, which I actually agree with a lot of them. <laughs> and then um, I leave you all with a little pop culture nugget as well, because why not? Hello, hello, we're back. We're yes, back, it's great babe. to see you. Oh, honey, I miss you every time we're not together. Oh, you feel the from, same? Yeah, you're gone from Donnybrook now, and I really just miss you just being in my 200 metre, what's the word? Vicinity. Proximity, vicinity. I've moved on with my life, if I'm honest. <laughs> but look, we'll always have the podcast. Yeah. Well. Well, how was your week anyway? Well, what a week for you when it's only Tuesday. What a week for me. Yeah, I got really, really good names. Um, Asher. She passed her leaving cert. <laughs> <laughs> I passed. Um, no, I did pass my leaving cert. Not yesterday. I got really good news yesterday. If anyone has been following me personally online, um, I would have been going through some legal stuff and it's basically all over, I Yay. think. Well, it is all over. Um, I don't want to share too much in case, you know, but like it's basically over and I'm delighted. Yeah. Um, and also, it was so nice with last week's episode talking about weddings because when all that stuff was going on and for anyone that doesn't know, I used to have a business and it just went west and there was a lot of like legal stuff that got involved and it was a very, very stressful two Sorry, years. It's worth going out. We're going to, the reason why we, you haven't really addressed it is we're going to do a full on episode to it. So it's yeah. not like we're trying to do annoying teasers. Yeah, we're not doing annoying teasers. And more so, I just want to make sure that there's some things I can talk about yeah. and other things that I can't because obviously it was, a it, was a, it was a legal situation. Yeah. Um, and yeah, thanks for saying that. Okay. So... Yeah, so basically I was kind of stopped on my tracks for about two years. I wasn't really able to do much um, business-wise, self-development-wise. I kind of felt like it just kind of robbed me from everything. And with that, obviously getting engaged and, you know, we're trying to save for a house and we couldn't actually really do any of those. So, but to come off the back of last week's episode Mm. and to get this good news, I'm like in the real fun, happy buzz of like hearing people's feedback about the weddings. And you know what? I'm actually finally getting excited, Nessa. Yeah. Because like, I just wasn't excited for a while. I was really like, oh, it's on such the long finger of so much going on. I can't actually really prioritise that right now. So we got such good feedback on the weddings. People loved a bit of tea. So I'm very thankful for the podcast for, you know, a number of reasons, but mainly now I have an arena to call you out on your bullshit. <laughs> All right. That's like, that's like normal behavior for you, but now you just have a platform now I have, to do it. I've got a little, like a little, little, little army, little, <laughs> little, there's a few of out there who are like, wait, yeah. So it's the dress. Okay. So I'm I pretty sure that you were like last week. Now I've only shown that to like four people or Guilty. whatever and then you were trying to be like no Nessie you were just around when I was telling those people and I was like yeah 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 yeah. no honey mm. they're kind of coming out of the woodwork a little bit now you know us and you're so right for calling me out because I really forgot that I I didn't for I actually totally forgot I told Courtney Smith but I actually remember asking for her <laughs> kind of fashion advice because it wasn't a traditional 
wedding dress. Well, it like it's not a traditional. No, it's, it's not. not. It's not a traditional kind of style wedding dress. And I think you'll I, all see it soon. You'll all I'm see sure it soon. Show it to you. And I think from just because she's just one of my fashion icons, and I love her so much, and I just know her so many years that I knew she would just kind of give me. Yeah, but it's look real. Don't feedback. be trying to sell me a dream here. It doesn't no, matter. But wait first. I know you're going to call me up more. I've had when I was giddy with a few drinks on me. I got loose with my That's fingers fine. on the phone. That's Anna. fine, but it's just, it's important <laughs> in 2023 that we own our behaviours, okay? I'm owning it, babe. No, it's okay. <laughs> Every day is a day to learn something, okay? <laughs> I know, and I am learning. I totally forgot, and I'm not showing anyone else now. I've realised, Jamie's just like, I can't believe you showed that, that many people. <laughs> He's like, I was like, well, I feel like it's only about six people. And he's like, no, that's still a lot of people. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Well, like, I'm not really... Like, I'm not really one to talk because very similar to you, you're planning a wedding, I'm trying to do dry July. They're the same things, right? <laughs> <laughs> As of equal importance. And... How's it going for you? Yeah, well, I'm going through a tunnel right now, so I can't do <laughs> you. No. So I went into town on Sunday with David Wright. Yeah. And we were like, you know, shopping, whatever. Yeah. And then Dave was like, I'd love a... I was like, yeah. yeah. Just one. Yeah, you like, didn't even finish the set. Yeah, you were like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Grogan's now, let's go. <laughs> so anyway, we're sitting in Grogan's, order the point, perfect, right? Yeah. And then I just look at David's face change. He starts smiling and like pointing at someone. And I was like, it's probably not for me. Who rocks up? Who? Our friend Francis. No. Now he is doing Dry July to the death. Like, See, did he, did he not have one? He caught us out. He like came over and he didn't even say hello. He's like, oh. How's dry July going? He's two lemons, and I was oh. like, I um, yeah, I was like, oh, it's just one, it's just one. But he had a matcha. That's how committed to the cause he is. On the matches. Yeah, so I got caught. You got caught. But I'm getting out in front of it. I'm owning my shit. I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm not trying to do a polit. I'm not trying to put like a political stance on it like you did. I'm just getting out in front of it. So <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. But uh, no, I've I've done damp July. I've had a few drinks here and there. Cracked open a bottle of champagne last night. You. Yeah, but that was well deserved. But, okay, so just tell me this. Tell me no more. What's on the agenda for today for me and you? So the agenda is looking good and just coming off the back of the good news yesterday, I know we'll get into it on a separate pod, but I was actually manifesting this good news. And I have a couple of things about manifesting, so I can't wait to get into this topic because we're going to talk about manifesting, <laughs> visualisation, self-improvement, and just like, I suppose, the pros and cons and just our actual just discussion on what you think and I think of it. So I'm trying to buzz into it. So the topic this week is manifestation and I just thought I'd call out the definition so everyone kind of knows what it means. So the definition is the process of creating something through thought alone. The idea is through visualization, affirmations and other similar techniques, you can turn your thoughts into reality. Smash. Sounds great. It does sound great. Sign me up. (laughs) So what do you, well, here you go. What do you think of it? Okay, so I think when I was younger, right, I'm 32 now, so like when I was, let's say, 26, 27, 28, mm-hmm. I kind of was like into it, you know? And I yeah. still think today, like I I feel some people have this, like they nearly wear it as like a personality trait that they have to scoff at people who believe in manifesting or mm. people who like like crystals and stuff. Like I couldn't care, like live and let live if it's not. How did you get into it? How, how did they... How did you know about it? I don't really know how how I heard about it. To be honest, I'm yeah. not I'm not really sure. But I feel that 
what it is really is a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'm kind of the older I get now. When when I look back on manifesting things that I have like manifested, I'm using the air quotes here, have mm. come true. Some of them. Okay. However, they have come true from cause and effect. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. let's say there was this when I was in college, right? I really wanted to get a graduate program. Okay, so it was like you were one of ten to get on a program in mm-hmm. Ireland or whatever. So that was my goal the whole final year of college, right? And I got it, okay? But I got it because I worked my... Yeah, but I worked my ass off. I I didn't just visualise it and then put the books away and then rock up in September and get Mm -hmm. it. Like, you work hard, do you know what I mean? And, like, I feel when you have a goal or you visualise a goal in your head, I am anyway, I'm more locked on with it. You kind of are consumed by it. So you're taking all the steps you need Mm -hmm. to get you to that goal, you know? Yeah. So... That's whereas before you'd be like, oh my God, posy vibes. I got what I asked for. Yeah. But when you look back, you're like, oh, well, I actually did X, Y, and Z to get yeah, me there. It's a journey with this. Yeah. yeah. And, I, and I think while it is like a positive mindset, I think it's really important to kind of keep in the forefront of your head like nothing worth having kind of will come very easy. Like you have to exactly. put the work in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. I would worry about vulnerable people yes. and manifesting sometimes. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, this whole thing of, you know, I just keep thinking if say somebody close to you was sick, right, and you were yeah. getting doctor's yeah. feedback that, look, it's not looking great, mm-hmm. but you're just like, no, no, if I think it into fruition, they'll be fine, and then the person passes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I just do. feel like it's an extra double whammy it is and I feel like there's such there's so many layers to manifestation as well and I think when you want to manifest manifest something it has to be realistic and something within your control I feel like some people will manifest things that are like so outside their control I feel like when you're manifesting something it has to be something realistic like you don't know the outcome unfortunately of someone's health and you're so right with the vulnerable people and I feel like that's what gets lost in translation online and on TikTok yeah. is when you see these you know young people being like well I'm going to manifest this and they're not mad that the whole reason behind manifestation for me when I learned about it first I was actually just going through a bit of a weird stage in COVID and I got onto a life coach and he recommended that I listen to like this manifestation podcast and I was just kind of like what was happening to me was, and I didn't really realise it, that I was actually manifesting negative. I was like in this self-sabotage mode. And the whole thing about manifestation is, is that you need to be realistic about what you're manifesting. And the whole idea about manifesting is that it's actually backed by neuroscience. So you're really rewiring the brain to eliminate the internal self-talk and self-sabotage and like self-doubt. So, that's where like it gets really lost in translation. People are like I manifested like this house and I got it. And I'm like, but like no, like that's it's the, the whole idea about manifestation. I feel like even going back in the romanticizing episode, I'm so happy we're talking about this topic because people can just get so caught up in like I feel like manifestation is like a buzzword now. It's just like a yeah. fashion, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. a trend, it, yeah, yeah. But yeah. really, the whole meaning behind it, like romanticizing, has come back to the core reason of it. And when I started manifesting, I was just like, well, actually, I have to have truth behind my manifestation. And I started manifesting that I was going to have a successful business. 
and the business that I had, it was going well. But in order for me to have a successful business, I actually had to work hard. There were steps involved. And when I was manifesting, I was just like, okay, I need to eliminate now the self-doubt because oftentimes, more than I'd like to admit, my self-talk would like get me down. And I'd started, I'd started, I started like this, this thing in my head that like I wasn't going to be good enough. And at the time I remember when I was starting out in business in, um, in during COVID, I was getting these virtual digs from like this other online person. And I know I've like briefly mentioned a podcast before saying that I was like copying them. And I was getting really frustrated and I was just like, but I'm manifesting, I'm trying to make this to work and like these kind of things are coming in the way. And for anyone who's listening, who's trying to manifest something, And I found that's really helped me. And even though I'll get into it now that something that I manifested actually is gone. When you're, you know, always come back to your truth. Always come back to your goal and what your goal is. And is it, does it give you purpose? Do you have the skill set that you think, you know, and if you believe that you have the skill set, can you go and like study something to like build that skill set even more? Like for me, I, when I was setting out in my business doing one day club, I knew I had to become a PT before I did that. So I was doing all these steps to make something, a dream that I had a reality. Yeah, we were like working towards it. I was working towards it and I remember doing all these steps correctly. And it's so important not to get caught up in the noise of other people and, you know, thinking of what they might think of you. Always come back to the purpose of like, well, no, I actually feel like I would be really fulfilled by this. I feel like I do well doing this because I love doing this. And my why and my purpose was, well, I actually love working out and I love working out to music. And I love making fe- people feel good. I feel like I have a good energy about me that I can get up in the morning and feed that to other people because I'm a morning person. So it was all these other things. Now, w- while I was manifesting this, and unfortunately for me, I think, what happened was it was just bad luck. And I remember when my business kind of fell apart, I was so devastated because I had worked so hard for this. And when I looked into manifestation, I thought I did it right. And I then just thought then that I didn't do it right and manifest manifestation Did is, you feel that like, you're like, okay, well I'm manifesting this so like it's going to work out? Or, yeah, like so I, you're was, kind of, I was like a man- in nearly an extra sucker point yeah it was so, so basically I manifested that I would have so basically I manifested in a way that I got from like I had like from A to let's just say A to Z right no maybe not A to Z A to P and in A to P I was doing them by steps so I got from A to B to B was that I completed my uh, personal training course C was that um, I looked into like a website and how it was going to look in the field uh, then I manifested that I'd have at least like 50 members. Yes, you had like a roadmap. I had like yeah. a roadmap yeah. how to do it. And if anyone's listening has, who who's probably manifested this and you feel like you're doing all the right steps and it doesn't work out in the end, I remember for me, um, sorry, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. Just Why have you upset? Sorry. Um, I suppose like I'm just... Um, Sorry for getting upset. I suppose I'm just triggered by it. And I actually really just want to share this with anyone who's listening, who's really dug deep into a journey of, you know, really dug deep in the journey that they really set out to do something that they really wanted it to do. 
and unfortunately sometimes it just doesn't happen and it can be bad luck and you know I really want to share this that like I remember giving up completely and I really turned my head against manifestation I started actually again manifesting that negative self-talk so I thought that like well this is just what's gonna happen now and for anyone who thinks that you know they've set out to do something and they've done all the right things and it can really really set you back and I had such a setback and it's I'm actually still in a healing process from this whole business thing and I'm only talking about my experience with manifestation and and how I actually really was like manifestation doesn't actually exist like I did all the right things for my business to work and for it to manifest and unfortunately it was just bad luck in business but at the time I didn't think that I blamed myself and I thought I didn't do enough. And for anyone who's listening, who's had these setbacks in their manifestation journey, don't give up, you know, don't, don't be hard on yourself. Like it's sometimes you're you're just stopped in your tracks to give you another redirection. Like, you know, I like to think when uh, rejection is actually redirection and um, when you're manifesting, always come back to your purpose and your why and I've only realized now in the last year that um I had this terrible negative self-talk and while manifest manifestation can be so good it can actually be on the other end where you yeah. can actually manifest a lot of awful stuff and it's yeah, believe you like you didn't manifest mm. a bad business partner and I know. like I know like you're saying oh it went bad like you've no idea that could have been the best thing that happened to you that, that yeah. it caught caught early. Absolutely. So like you'll like you just don't know. It's kind of like the saying, like better the devil you know, where you're like, okay, well this is what happened now mm. and it was traumatizing, but mm. like you're you're you know, you're healing from it and mm. you're able to move forward with your life. Like it could have gone way it definitely you know what could I mean? have went way worse. And I think as well not as, to diminish what you went through, but oh, you know no, the point. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I fully understand the point and I'm so glad you made it because, you know, sometimes can re- people can really just hold on to like, oh well that worked that didn't work out for a reason and it's all my fault. Well in actual fact it's so important to embrace the setbacks and to understand that sometimes these things just don't work out, but it's not for you to give up. I actually learned that you know, through setbacks, you build a lot more resilience and strength. And it's always so important to come back to the reason why you're manifesting. I'm manifesting this goal because I think I could be good at this. I think I could achieve this. Why? Because I feel like I have the personality for it or, or maybe I don't or, you know, it's all about, you know, just... But like, I, I think that um, your business, right... Mm that wasn't a failure like that was yeah. well I mean I you know, think at the time yeah but like it was especially after all the manifesting I did like but it was of, so well received off the get you know from the get go mm, mm. so that's not what the issue was you yeah. know what I mean yeah I know so I know it's probably hard to separate them when you actually look at it it wasn't that the business was bad bad it I was know. brilliant it yeah. was just, but either is a le- just there bad w- luck. Well, it might have been good luck. You don't know. No, actually, you're dead you right. I mean? And even when you talk about this now, and I think it's so important that when something doesn't go your way and you feel really affected by it, whether it be emotionally, mentally, physically, that is to acknowledge it and embrace it. And you're so right not to have a, like a negative swing 
on it being like, oh, that was just bad luck. You're so right. Well, I'm actually, you're dead right. And I said, it was good luck. I'm always right, Eve. I know, <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> and looking back on reflection, it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Unfortunately, it was just a very long road. You'll look and back on this time in a couple of years mm. and be like, I'm so glad I stuck with my gut and yeah. got out of Dodge. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I know it's very raw for you at the moment, but like mm. you'll look back and be like, thank God. Mm. I've been listening back to these podcasts and I curse so much, so I'm trying not to say, <laughs> I'm trying not to curse here. So thank God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you will. I'm telling you. I know yeah. 100%. Yeah, I, I kind of echo what you're saying there like I, I haven't had you know obviously a big incident like you have but I mm. kind of looking back on well kind of just gathering my thoughts on the whole thing I find it to be quite a contradiction sometimes yeah right okay so it's like you know this whole thing of like the power of now okay mm. so you're supposed to live in the moment mm-hmm. okay just that's what everybody says, every guru, every whatever, mm-hmm. live in the now, yada, 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 yada. But you need to visualize your future, okay? And you need to live like your future self, but you need to stay in the now, but you need to live in the future. You're like, what? My head yeah, wrecked. So yeah. It's just like, I don't, it, it, you can just overthink it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just like, mm-hmm. what are you meant to do? I know. I feel like there's such a, there's, um, with manifestation, there's also a real kind of spiritual um, like little chamber like that people get into like a whole spiritual side of manifestation I wouldn't be on that end because I know there's like these different methods like the method like the 369 method have you heard of that method so I'll just explain it real quickly like there's a few methods there's the 369 method the 555 method and the 101010 method <laughs> but it's actually done quite in a very spiritual way I mean I'm not very spiritual and I'm not you know people tend well I mean Am I spiritual? I don't know. Like sometimes what I is di- spiritual. Um, like you, it's a like I feel like spiritual is like a belief thing, and it's like believing and connecting, you know, in a spiritual way. Me and you went on a day retreat one time. Oh, well, I loved. That. I loved that. Laura Carr shouted to her. Yeah, but we did a I had everything. to go to the toilet during the sound bath. I couldn't hold it anymore. Okay, <laughs> so it was meant to be very peaceful. <laughs> And I was like trying to sneak back into the room and I got caught in the like sheet. There's like a sheet on the door oh trying God. to get in. And I was like doing this like <laughs> silent interpretive dance trying to get out of it, like while the sound bath was going. Did we do it in interpretive dance? No, I was, I was stuck in the out. sheet trying to get out of it. But I was trying to be silent. And like it was just, Laura was like, yeah, it's okay, just like sit down. And then I, you know, you have to, we were having lunch with like people we didn't know and I kind of said it, joking. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them were like, oh yeah, was that you? I was like, oh, so you've heard that then. <laughs> anyway, that's anyway. my experience is spirituality. <laughs> so, so just, so this, so the 369 method is basically, um, it reminds me of the Little John song, Get Low. Yeah. So basically it's all about, you know, like the way spiritual, like numbers, like 1111 11 and stuff like that. Like the, it's like a spiritual number yeah, and, you know, make a wish numbers. and the angels and all that kind of stuff. So the number three indicates um, our connection to the universe and how we express ourselves create, uh, creatively. Creatively? Creatively. Yeah. Creatively. Creatively. God love me. Number six indicates your inner strength and harmony. So that's, it's, it's all kind of spiritual. And then number nine indicates your ability to let go of things that uh, do not benefit us and accept change in order to facilitate growth. 
I mean, who am I to judge? I know. Like, I just don't, I don't have a strong enough opinion. I feel like everyone's, like, those beliefs don't harm anyone, you know? But I do think that there's an element of manifesting that could be harmful, like... Yeah. So I'm, so this is where I'm going to echo what you're saying in terms of being harmful. I saw this on Twitter. Uh, Sorry, not Twitter, TikTok. TikTok. Even though I'm addicted to Twitter as well. So... Some people try to use this method by getting back with their like ex and some people can be it can be quite toxic. So what they do is that they write their ex's name three times, their intention six times and their action nine times. So let's just say uh, Nessa multiplied by three will get back together, multiply by six and he will text me multiply by nine. That reminds me of like when you're younger and you used to text yeah. your your name and your crush's name to like a music channel and they'd be like 2% match. Do you know, I remember know, that like based on your, not that I did that. Well, I just feel like that's sometimes, that's where, you know, we spoke about the romanticising on TikTok and how these trends can, oh, I don't know, that you could just be really lost in translation and the, the meaning behind, you know, the, I, I believe this method is probably definitely, you know, worthwhile. And if you do it and it's all about, I suppose it's just, it's almost like rewiring your brain to think that like, okay, this could happen and this is possible. And But when actual fact, you could be just doing it for the wrong reason. Well, I don't know. I know I'm always like harping on about Rita Ora and Judy Care on this podcast. Like it could literally turn into like a drinking game at this point. But... You're manifesting her. Almost. No, I'm saying, yeah, well, I, yeah, we, I can't even go there yet. So I came across this article in Forbes, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was, a psychologist explains the dangers of manifesting your goals. And this is the kind of the thing that I was trying to articulate, but I probably didn't really articulate it very well. It's basically like it can be quite a dangerous thing if oh, you yeah. don't have a duty of care to yourself, okay? And I know that mm-hmm. the whole kind of loose terminology of manifesting is like, you know, you are you attract what you are, okay? So, like, you should be living the lifestyle you want to be living and blah, mm. blah, blah. Mm. So, like, somebody in the article was, was saying that, oh, I recently came across the concept of manifesting wealth. So, I've started to buy more expensive things, but other than hurt, hurting my bank balance, I see no results. Like, that could potentially be a really reckless action. Yeah, for the vulnerable looking at it, thinking. Well, well yeah. yeah, like, okay, like, if you look at things really black and white, like, okay, well... I want to be rich, so I need to live like a rich person. So I'm going to start spending, and that's manifesting. It's like no, no. I think that's totally ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. I feel like when you're manifesting, if you want to be more wealthy, you need to work hard to be getting into a job that's going to have a salary that. But see that that to me is not manifesting. That's logic, roadmap, yeah. action orientated. You're going to right. I want to be rich. I'm going to work hard for it. Whereas yeah. manifesting, right? I'm doing the air quotes again. I feel like people think, oh well, if I want it, I can have it. So that's that. I'll be rich. Yeah, but that's down to like the TikTok trends. That's down to like yeah, it's, the water's it's muddy. Like, it's like false. It's like a false. You know, like it's like lost in translation. Where when you actually go back, it's like. I know I said this before, like the romanticizing. It's just like people are just forgetting about like the meaning of it and like the tools and order. Like I don't know, did you read that book, Roxy Manifest by your own? Oh, Roxy Nafusi. Yeah. Um, I listened to the podcast or the, the audible. Aud- yeah, it's audible. Audible. I listened to it. Yeah, like it, I like her. Yeah, but like, I thought her seven steps were pretty clear and accurate. Like, and she goes through that. You know, you're like there's like loads of different steps in it, 
and they talk about like it's it's not that you're just gonna imagine something and sit no, you sitting there. Put in work you have to and, put in work. But I I honestly think all the bones of that right, mm. is your is your mindset. Oh yeah yeah it's yeah. All about your mindset mm. and and like if you kind of have a positive mindset, you're just by nature going to be more motivated. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm taking from all of that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we need and to get a manifester on here. We do need to get we a manifester on. Kenny Burn on. Yeah, but I also feel like it's like going back to what I said. Like it's like rewiring your brain to tell you to get. Uh, so usually when you're going to do something, and nine times out of ten for me, I have this internal negative conversation with myself that I can't do this. So you're right. It's about creating a positive mindset and an, and a realistic and yeah. visualize yourself being like, okay, I visualize myself doing this, but in order for me to do this. There's a certain level of things that I need to do to work hard to get it. Yeah, it's you know? I, like no, I tell you, like I remember, I, I there was this one job that I had that was like, I had a huge to 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 this day the mm. biggest presentation I ever had to give. Okay, oh, go on, like to really really senior people. Okay, right, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, I actually feel sick to my stomach. Oh, right, I'm, I feel worse. sick. Okay. And then, you know the way your mind automatically goes that you're like, oh my God, no, this I, I can't do this, can't do this. And then I was like, mm. read it somewhere that it was like, just be like, oh my God, this is going to go so well for me. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're, they're gonna be really impressed at what I've done. Because, okay, you've put the work in. I'm not just going to not prep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I kept telling myself that like over and over. Yeah, no, just like, yeah, like nearly like a mantra all morning. Yeah. Like, this is going to go so well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know all the work I put into it is going to be recognised and yep. blah, blah, blah. And I swear to God, it tricked my mind for a couple of hours. So it took, it, it almost like tricked my brain into getting the nerves to make me feel like I was excited rather. Yeah, Do you know what really I mean? But good. I just was like relentless because it was so, yeah. it was so, um, it was so stressful that yeah. I just was like, I have this, <laughs> something has to change here. I have to change that. But come here, well done for doing that because I know I've I've been unlucky in that sense where I haven't been able to. There's been times where I think I'm like, oh no, you're going to do great. You're going to do great. You've worked hard. And I went out and the nerves have got the better of me. So fair play for... Well, like, I mean, I was in my bedroom in COVID. So like, do you know what I mean? I couldn't literally like do the <laughs> rocky... It would it, like, it would be different if it was in person probably. Mm. But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm... I, I got a handle on it for about three hours. I don't know if I'd have a week of being like, I am that bitch. I yeah. am that bitch. <laughs> but it's like, um, that was uh, like, you know, that was, I'm kind of big into affirmations and I have been for the past kind of year because my therapist said they're good because I needed to like, again, try switch my brain up yeah, to be yeah. like, you know, you you, build you're okay. Confidence. You're going to be okay. Yeah. I am content. You know, I will be motivated again I will be productive I am motivated Mm. and I feel like there is a lot to be said by just giving yourself that self-reassurance and giving yourself that inner pep talk Um, and also just like believing in yourself and being like you know what like some of them are so corny though oh god yes of course somebody told me I think I don't know it could have been I was like so like if I'm going for like a job interview or something, I'll yeah. be I'll go like Tony Robbins in the week up to, like I'll be like <laughs> yeah, I know. you know what I mean? I'll be prepping for it, I'll be like yeah. I just will lock all in, okay? Mm-hmm. So I had this big job interview and I was um such a corporate somebody, bitch. Well, I don't know. I mean I wear a blazer from time to time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
But anyway, right, so somebody was like, you need to listen to, I need to get the name of it, this famous affirmations, like she's like the OG affirmations and you'd play the tapes. It was like, I think it was a real 90s thing, you'd like play the positive affirmations while you go to sleep and it would change your mind. The one Roxy actually said she listened to that. I can't remember her name, right? I'll find it out. It's a popular one. So I was like going to bed, right? And God love our long-suffering partners, okay? (laughs) So I went into bed and I had these posy affirmations. (laughs) Okay. And like David come in and was like wanted to be supportive over there and I was like, I might play that affirmation and he was like, yeah, babe, yeah, yeah, whatever you need, whatever you need. So he's like trying not to laugh whatever. We're just laying there and like the stuff your owner saying she's like my parents love me <laughs> like the dudes were looking at it and he was like everybody thinks I'm great yeah. and I just was like I, I am lovable yeah live laugh love it was just like <laughs> we both burst Person. out laughing I was like I can't do the shit I was like I yeah. have to I've hit my wall and I won't be doing the through the night affirmation <laughs> of my parents love me <laughs> when I was going through a really bad stage in my mental health at some time at some point at the end of last year I was honestly really doing everything that I could yeah. and I think it's so, like it is quite important like to try to do those things and I but like it was so funny generally when Jamie comes in like I'm not lying on the bed headphones on and I also had you know one those LED masks on but obviously my when he come in when he was coming in and he was just like and he was it was like um breathing love and compassion <laughs> anxiety and stress now I actually do some meditations for corporate stuff and that's something that I use but he came in and he was like oh god she's had another wobble today and I'm like lying there with the LED mask on headphones in blaring breathe in love and compassion exhale it's like me after my eighth breakdown of the day (laughs) hi hon it was and I remember like looking at it I was like hi he's like are you all right?" I was like yeah, yeah, just one of those days. He was like, oh, God, I love it. He's probably like, I'm working late, Eva. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Sick of my shit. I know, he was incredibly supportive. And I think as well, when you're ever going through anything in your life where you're just feeling really out of source and down, it's always great to have a support system. Therapy is great. Have someone that you can talk to and bounce off, which I think is the important. And listen to those affirmations with a face mask on. Why your not? parents love you. <laughs> you are lovable. And you are. You are lovable. Yeah. Okay, so I feel that we have unintentionally, is that a word? Unintentionally? It's very hard to say. Um, Kind of shared our unpopular opinions around manifesting. Like I feel a lot of the time it's posy vibes where we're serving some real shit. Yeah. So it's a nice little segue onto our more fun topic, more Mm -hmm. light. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel we might have a fight on this one though. We're gonna we're gonna talk well, about. We already started a fight yeah. earlier today about something. So unpopular opinions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's head. what we're talking about on this is unpopular opinions. Um, there's some mad bastards out there. That's all I'll say. <laughs> oh, you! I oh. You okay? <laughs> People weren't holding back with me. Anyway. No. Okay. Well, I feel like we should do to me to you. Okay. Like the X. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just again all about getting out in front of your own stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm just I don't care. Mm-hmm. Crazy in Love by Beyonce. I think it's an overrated song. By the way, you would want to wise up. I just don't. No, it's just like I feel like everyone's uh-oh, like, uh-oh, oh my uh-oh, god, uh-oh. you're like, oh, oh, she has uh-oh, so uh-oh. much better ones. So, no, I'll have to go if you're going to do that now. Sorry, okay. Well, I've someone who can echo you on this because 
I have this girl who was like unpopular opinion, obviously. I just don't understand the Beyonce obsession. Okay, well, that's a bridge too far. I'm not dying on that hill. No. I love Beyonce. Love. But I just think crazy in love is fine. It's it's With the fine. It's a five out of ten. The iconic bounce of the bum. She basically invented twerking. No, I know, yeah. Look, anyway. if you're gonna, yeah, we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to move on. <laughs> Starting already. Okay, well, I have one. Mm-hmm. Unpopular opinion, very unpopular opinion, in my opinion. Margaritas are gross. Oh, I got that one too. What is wrong with that I person? I don't know. You go. Oh yeah. So my one, um, <laughs> Dermot. <laughs> Sorry, unpopular opinion, obviously. I feel like you need to say this before. Oh, yeah. That's not us actually yeah, saying yeah. it. Uh, Jeremy Kennedy is a moan bag. All of the songs sound the same. Don't see how he's popular at all. Preach. Preach. Oh. Preach. Like, Tara and Nessa's hand are like bouncing up and down like they're at a rave. Preach. I want to send that person a prize. <laughs> I disagree. I think he's great. Oh like, my God. I... I'm a melt. Okay, I was, I was in town choice. that evening when he did that free gig. Oh yeah. And it was like... Everyone was moving one way and I was trying to get out of the city. Like, get me out of here. I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. I don't want to be... God forbid someone saw me in town and thought I was getting... No. Like, I don't think this is an unpopular opinion. I don't agree with it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's unpopular. Okay. Um, Aperol spritz are just is disgusting and it tastes like a battery in your mouth. So I got... So many Aperol Yeah, people hate And one them. girl was just like, it's rancid and people need to use that word more. Perfect word. <laughs> um, so, oh, we love an Aperol. I love an Aperol, yeah. But we... It depends. So sometimes oh I'd love... You know the way people do... Um, uh, they do like the perfect pint of Guinness. There's like an Instagram mm. page. I was actually speaking to my future sister-in-law. Well, she's Jamie's sister-in-law. We'll soon be officially sister-in-laws. She was actually saying that she loves an Aperol Spritz. And she was just like, I wish there was a page for Aperol Spritz because if you get one bad one, you're scarred. So yeah. if you get a good one though, they're so delicious. Oh my God. They're but so refreshing. In our group, it'd be kind of me and you holding the Aperol Fort. Out of three. Oh yeah, out of Na- our friend Sinead doesn't like. No, but that's, I mean, it's, I, I don't. I don't think it's a um, unpopular opinion. I think it's kind of very like um, you love it's, it or loud. Yeah, loaded. you love it or loud. Totally. This made me laugh. Go on. Saxophonists in nightclubs are absolute dog shite. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Oh, yeah, that I'm, honestly nearly is into ick territory for me. Yeah, a little bit. I actually haven't been around a saxophone in a while. Like, or I haven't. I've seen like some weddings I have it now no okay I'll stop so <laughs> I thought this was funny unpopular opinion <laughs> influencers are actually ruining people's lives oh god <laughs> <laughs> I am ruining your lives everyone um, ah, she's not far wrong some yeah. influencers are a bit off unpopular opinion very unpopular mm. friends is not funny like that's just ridiculous that's ridiculous. I ha- I got a couple of the friends but you don't like friends no I I don't not like Friends I just never got into it like I never really watched it like if it's on it's on in the background but like I wouldn't be like um, Friends are like Friends is the best thing ever like I remember a reunion was on and some of my friends were like movie night for the reunion I was like oh I'll, I'll, I'm gonna pass on that girls I'll leave you I'll leave you to it or people when we went over to Coachella they all went to do like Did you just know Nia was at Coachella by the way I don't know if she ever mentions it <laughs> <laughs> I was at Coachella two years in a row um 
um, loved it anyway. And I'll say it again. No, go on. Uh, so when they were, the group of them went off and they went to sit on the like the famous red chair and I was just like, like count me out. Like I couldn't, like, I mean. <laughs> oh no, I'm good. I'm, no, I'm good. So yeah, I, I do get that. Um, unpopular opinion. I actually got like a couple of artists that like, I'm probably going to name just three of them because they came in so, I feel like we'll relate to this. Um, one I didn't really get, but the two others I did, Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift, like oh they're just God. awful. I, ha- I I don't mind Ed Sheeran. And oh I don't mind God. them, but like the, I, I, I do, I do guess the weird, not hatred towards them, but just the dislike. Oh, like Ed Sheeran seems like a nice guy, does, a nice does. man. Mm. I w- I'd actually think he'd be like a lovely neighbour or something yeah. I feel like he'd put your bin out for you you know what I mean but like oh my god oh my. no like his music makes me want to turn inside out and I can't even go on to Taylor Swift I won't even go there P- uh, unpopular opinion pineapple belongs on pizza yeah I love pineapple on pizza are you serious yeah it's delicious with sweet corn and ham oh my god that is a massive with extra cheese garlic dip now, this one, I couldn't agree with more, okay? Matcha is vile. Yeah, I don't like matcha. It tastes to me like a tea bag has burst open. <laughs> it It's like, for me, it's like, you know the shop Lush? Yeah. Or like the body shop, you know, those are like really... Oh yeah, Lush, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what I would imagine that shop would taste like if it was in a tea. Just like, oh my God, it's so much going on. So I agree. Yeah, I agree as well. Um, one was, and I just think this is mental because I love it. Mashed potatoes are the worst <laughs> potato variation. Oh, what? I know. I Hello, boiled? Like, oh, roasted potatoes maybe they like. I couldn't, I actually make I love this for potatoes. Jamie. And he loves it. A shallot or like a red onion. Usually a shallot because they kind of taste a little bit more garlicky. Loads of butter. Garlic. Salt. All like whipped together like a little puree. Oh my god. Heaven. Bit of bit of gravy. It's actually his favourite hangover, like little meal or after a festival, a whole bowl of it like he'll have. <laughs> Working up to solids, is he? We're <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there, Jay. <laughs> oh god. Okay, this one is thought provoking, okay? <laughs> one popular opinion opinion. Tipping, okay? I think it's ridiculous. They are paid an hourly rate. Why are we rewarding them for doing their job? You wouldn't tip in retail or for the nurses, etc. Like, <laughs> I get what they're saying. I do. You know Especially I mean? when you mention the nurses yeah. and stuff. I remember I was in Joe and the Juice in, I don't know where, I, not Ireland anyway, because I don't mm. have it. And like, the person was like, I was like, I'll have an Americano and they were like, Grand Jenner's pay. And then it was like, the tip thing popped up. And oh, I was like, it's everywhere in Ireland, in Dublin now, Ness. No, sorry. Like, yeah. it's so awkward that I have to say no and look you in the eye. But like, for what? I know. What am I tipping you for? You know, the, the tipping culture in America is different level. Yeah, but that's because their wage, some of them don't even get a, I know, a wage. I know. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's yeah. fine. So, <laughs> this was a woman saying this, and I just think it's gas. Unpopular opinion. I really dislike women commentary. So, like, you know, like women who are commentating on, um, I know, women commentary on sports. That's ridiculous. That's so, like... It's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, but it's so generalised. You're such a yeah. generalisation just because automatically because of their gender you don't like... Yeah. 
Um, another un- unpopular opinion is that Father Ted is sh- utter shite. I agree. What? It's just ridiculous. Oh, I loved Father Ted. No, I just um, never got it. I feel like that, the way you do with friends, but probably a no, bit I more th- passionate. I, I don't have anything against friends. Like, I like it. I just don't, I don't love it and I'm not with the obsession of it all. Um, and also David's going to hate this one. David, who is... Nessa's boyfriend who was Australian one girl was just like um, Australia is so overrated I just don't get it I kind of agree with her <laughs> <laughs> I'm like but have you been? No Yeah well if you haven't been you can't make comment I don't know whether this girl has been but Australia I think is not overrated No I'm only slagging Okay I'm going to close off on one Right, this is <laughs> top roking again Okay <laughs> Again these are other people's unpopular opinion, opinion Okay so don't come for us um, somebody said, graduations that are not for third level should not happen. <laughs> Graduating primary school isn't exactly an achievement to be celebrating. Thought <laughs> provoking. What I will say is, I think it's like a cute little memory for kids. But the whole idea of the cloak and the hats. It's kind of cute. It, it is I really think. cute, but it did make me think of that and do other people think but then it is really cute though. Honestly, all my friends have kids and I, they all have photos of them and their little hats. See, I clothes. think it's cute and I actually kind of look at it from the flip side that I feel like if you're, if you, you need to have like one third level graduation, like, you know, one of these people who does like, oh my God, a master's and then another PhD, person has a diploma and they're f- constantly flinging mm. the hats up and you're just like, one's enough, yeah. enough. Yeah. So. Come here, I have one last unpopular opinion that I thought was funny on the back of the wedding episode. Mm. She was just like, um, she felt very passionate about this. She actually sent it to me in a DM and she was just like, I'll never understand why, I'll never understand the whole um, applause when the when they announce the bride and groom as they come into the dinner setting. Um, she was like, I, I won't do it and I don't get it. <laughs> Is that, did she give reason? She was just like, it's just like, I just don't understand. Like, it's really embarrassing. And then she went on to say that, um, <laughs> she's just like, and then all of a sudden, like, you have a bride that's like really shy and doesn't do much. And then she comes in and she's bouncing up and down with her bouquet. <laughs> but that's an unpopular opinion. Three niche. I, I feel like something <laughs> happened to her. No, well, she's, no, she, I, I don't think, well, I actually don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, so that Fair was her unpopular opinion. Okay. Well, I won't clap at your red and then just solidarity for <laughs> no, her. You know when you come in and they're like waving the napkin? They're like, that shouldn't happen. <laughs> Fair enough. Very, very niche. Very niche. <laughs> we really want to hear your unpopular opinion still. We love hearing from you guys. And I think on the topic of manifestation and manifesting, if you have your own journeys that you like to share, if you have any, you know, things that you'd like us to talk about or have a discussion on, give our advice on, please get in touch with us. Our email is unveiled at goloudnow.com. And we can't let this episode end without addressing the elephant in the room. I feel like Nessa has manifested Rita Orr because she is on our screens. Look. Again. Obviously, it's been a wild 24 hours for me. Okay. (laughs) I swear to God, I feel like I've done a Ouija board. And like, I can't get rid of the spirit now, okay? Like, but explain what, how she's back on her screens, what had happened. Neve, it was a double homicide this week, okay? <laughs> it was that podcast, Diary of a CEO, with your mm. man, Stephen Barrett. Isn't yeah. that his name? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Some, yeah, I think you're right. Right. Grant, I mean, that was only, oh my gosh, it's been such a long week. It's only Tuesday. That came out like yesterday morning, okay? Yeah. She, 
I'm sorry, I'm getting triggered all over again. Then, right, I was trying to have a wind down last night, right? <laughs> chill out, chill out, chill out. My phone, <laughs> like hockeying, okay? I was like, what the hell? It was coming at me from all angles, okay? She's only going on Love Island. To perform. Read Aura. You all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> now, so what I found hilarious was that obviously people can't really access you on your Instagram, which is fine. So they're going through me. <laughs> One girl tagged me on the Love Island social page where her video popped up to be like, tomorrow night. Oh and it's gosh. like, read it or. And I obviously had like commented, tagged you with love hearts and she replied underneath underneath being like, I was wondering whether you were going to tag Nessa or would I have to? <laughs> Like, I've, I've got so many messages, right? I can't so tell if it's gas or if I'm really triggered by it, right? But that's not for us to unpack. That's for my therapist, okay? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I feel like there's so many layers and levels to what I'm feeling about with it. I was like, on one end of the scale, right? Mm. This is the exact kind of behaviour that I'm talking about with it. That she's just like... How can somebody be a nobody and be everywhere at once? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like for me, I saw in the Daily Mail where they announced that they were like, she's going to be performing a medley of hits. You're like, where? Did, How? Did she, did, was there something that came out that she was the first number one? Eve, ah, no, come on. I felt like everyone was conspiring. That Yeah. yeah. Or something so, like that. Like, top, the number one top UK female solo artist to have I'm sorry, I'm wording that really wrong, but it's basically like the only UK female solo English artist in history to have like top 10 hits or something like that. Yeah, mad. What very, like, it was a very wordy sentence, but it, the maths was not maths and I was like, I don't know what the hell is going yeah. on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really kind of hoped, I I really kind of didn't envision talking about Rita or every week, but <laughs> I feel like she's she's catcalling me or something. Do you know what I mean? It's fight and talk. <laughs> I have to say, right, I don't hate her. I no, just, I know. I just, yeah, yeah. I don't beef it around and I'm just fascinated by her. No, but the thing is, is that like you've just opened up like a world to people that just get it. That yeah. are like, yeah, you're so feckin' right. Like, Thank like, you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I know. It's just hilarious though because I feel like it's like, you know, when you like buy a car and all of a sudden you see that car all around the yeah. place. It's like we've spoke about Rita Ora passionately and then all of a sudden she's everywhere. Sorry, I'm screaming. You put up like the teaser being like, any guesses on our announcement is in a couple of weeks and people were like, Rita Ora is coming on the pod. <laughs> people were like, is, is Rita Ora coming on the pod? And then people were actually sending because she was on Love Island. They were like, oh my God, she got to be on the pod. Now listen, Rita Ora, if you're listening, we want you on the pod. She, To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if I came in next week and she's here. <laughs> I'll... Do you know what I mean? And that is manifestation. Stranger things have happened. She's like the new age Nile Rogers now, isn't she? <laughs> oh my isn't God. she? Yeah. Remember that like two year period where Nile Rogers wouldn't shag off? Oh. He's everywhere. Everywhere. Him and Sheik. So I know I was like, well, it wasn't trash talking or gossiping. I mean, it was, it's real, right? I know I was, you know, chatting a little bit about Travis Barker and all oh, this sort of the stuff. The tea that you yeah? dropped was piping. She was hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. So I'm going to tell you a little something about the idol. Oh yeah. Okay. So are you gonna burn my tongue here with this hot tea? No. Well, I don't know. You'll be interested, I think. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So just for a quick, I don't know, recap. Obviously, mm. the idol. Um, Neve, you take it away. You've, this was your. Comment. Oh yeah. So the, my my whole idea with the idol, if people don't know, it's that new show with Lily Rose Depp at the weekend. 
It was on Sky Atlantic. I was really hoping for Good Hopes because it was directed and produced by the show Euphoria and it's along the lines of Sky Atlantic with the likes of Succession. So it was all bigged up to be really good. And in the end, it was an absolute catastrophe. Yeah. It was not enjoyable. There was no real storyline. And the ending, I watched and it was just... It got oh, dragged it just everywhere. Got dragged. Yeah, it was just not good. So tell us. Okay, so you know the way Selena Gomez and The Weeknd used to go out. Did you, you knew that, right? In yeah, 2017, they went out for like 10 months, right? Yeah. This is from the Daily Mail. Buckle up, baby, okay? So Selena Gomez Strapping believes it. that her ex-boyfriend The Weeknd is using her real-life pain for entertainment in his controversial show, The Idol. And it's irked, and is irked by the many uncanny similarities between Lily Rose Depp's character and her own life, okay? So, as in... Selena Gomez as in her trauma her journey her life is basically the idol is based on Selena Gomez's life is what she thinks okay? oh my god and people were actually thinking that it was Britney now well I'm going to tell you some facts and we can decide Let's okay go. okay so the idol I haven't watched it I never will it just sounds horrific right <laughs> so the idol yeah, the main character is called Jocelyn right yeah Jocelyn so what it centres around really is Jocelyn's very dramatic and painful personal struggles, okay? Mm-hmm. And they bear eerie similarities to the mental health struggles that Selena went through during her relationship when she was with The weekend. okay? Now, some of these are a reach, in my opinion, okay. at the start. Yeah. Okay. Have you watched the Selena Gomez documentary? I watched 10 minutes and then I was like, I don't like her. Why am I watching this? She's so well, I watched mad. the whole thing, so I'm so invested okay. in this now. Right, so this is these are some of the things that they think is unca- uncanny to Selena, right? I personally think these are reaches. Um, both Selena and Jocelyn rose to the top of their singing careers as childhood actors. Like, who didn't, right? Selena really did, though. Like... Yeah, but... She was a Disney star only yeah. and then she became like this superstar. Okay. Selena and Jocelyn have similar mannerisms. One of them is being that uh, Selena's thing is like blowing kisses. And she's been photograph- photographed given blowing kisses loads of times throughout her career. That's a reach, no? Okay, so what I will say now that I'm thinking of Jocelyn, Jocelyn's like this really warm person, gives everyone hugs, is like really down to earth. Yeah. Selena is that person. Okay. And she, in her documentary, and you will often see TikToks over this whole, remember I told you my whole thing about Justin and Selena breaking up. Mm. There's like this whole army of still people supporting Selena. Like you'll often see Selena like putting her arms around people, actually kiss, like she's very, very, Okay. and some of Jocelyn's character she's a very warm person okay, and hugs and kiss everyone this is mental now, oh my this god this is very kind of we're going into third gear here now because like oh I'm like right so sorry in 2015 Selena faced backlash for her decision to go topless for the cover of a new album at the time <gasps> Revival okay when asked about it in a radio interview Selena clapped back by saying I'm not going to let them get to me okay so then in the Idol in the show's premiere episode, Jocelyn was forced to fight for the right to do a topless album cover, telling yes. her management, management, it's my body. Yes. Okay. Oh my God, that actually happened. Yeah. In uh, The Idol. Yeah. And in Selena's yeah, life. Yeah. Okay. So there's more. Oh my God, my, my tongue is hot. So I'm going to blister. The hot tea. Hot, 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 hot. Right. In 2016, okay, Selena Gomez suffered a mental breakdown after being diagnosed with lupus and yeah. cancelled the last few shows of her revival tour to enter a psychiatric facility. Yeah, okay? I remember that. Coincidentally, Jocelyn in The Idol 
also was forced to cancel her tour when she had a mental breakdown following her mom's passing. Yeah. After being treated, part of her team expressed worry that she would have another psychotic break. Mm-hmm. So Jocelyn... That's all true. Yeah, Jocelyn was also told to keep her hospital bracelet on for a photo shoot following treatment. Um, and Selena Gomez, in her first video after coming out of the facility, I think it was yeah. for Bad Liar, she has a hospital bracelet on as well, apparently. Oh my God, Nessa, mm-hmm. what the fuck? And that's all on the Daily Mail. So, like, has the Daily Mail let us straight before it? Yeah, probably, but you don't let so, that get in the way of a good story. Yeah, and I... Because I'm a big Selena fan, I've watched her documentary, I've mentioned before about me being heartbroken over Justin, her breaking up. Like, I'm such a fan of her, watched the documentary. And now that you've mentioned these things of the character Jocelyn, is after blowing my mind. Yeah, and... I'm going to... And has Selena made a statement about it or quote? Because usually she'd be quite... She doesn't hold back on the likes of Twitter or TikTok. She's, remember, she bounced back at, like, Kendall and Haley. Um, she doesn't really she kind of just like smoking daggers like yeah, she doesn't she's actually like, cut stuff out yeah 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 oh, she, she, I don't, I'm not buying her I'm not really? I, she's grand but I'm not buying her I know I, I feel like she, she, if you watch a documentary there was a, a period of time the that voice I was like, is so annoying yeah so is mine no it's <laughs> 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 ah, not it's no it's not like Selena <laughs> Gomez her voice is so annoying well again Nessa you've left me with <laughs> a full cup of tea and I just can't get over it. So I'm sure people who've watched The Idol and who follow The Weeknd and Selena will also be like, oh my God, this has become something. You're so good for this stuff. I think like my algorithm is just really showing me what my personality is and it's <laughs> obviously like a 13 year old girl. <laughs> Sometimes I'm yeah. like, ooh, and then I'm like, is that what I appear like to other people? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that, Tea. And hopefully, so you never know, next week you might come with more. Who knows? Well, thank you so much for listening to episode 11 of Unveiled. That brings us to the end of our episode. And I really hope you enjoyed it. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. This is Unveiled with Neve Cullen and Nessa Morrissey, a Go Loud original podcast. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the GoLite app.